You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Originals After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Originals After Show. Hi everyone, welcome back to AfterBuzz TV. We are here for another after show for the originals. So girls jamming out. We're getting in the mood for this. This is music from the show, so you might have heard it already, but it is season one, episode nine, Raining Pain in New Orleans. I am your host for the evening, Paige Selvin. Jesse Janity couldn't be here, but he says hello, and I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts. Hello, hello, Kristen Snyder. Hi, I'm Roxy Stryer, and it's so good to be back. Yes, we're back. The holidays took a few of us away, but we're here. And we watched last week. Don't worry, guys. We were we were there with you. Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) So, but this episode actually blew my mind a bit. Like everything that was happening and everything that was unfolding took it to another level for me for the original. Absolutely. I mean, this show has failed to disappoint me yet, Mm -hmm. and. I just think it's awesome. I, I It was a great episode, as they all have been. I know. I really love the episode, but just to play devil's advocate, like, it was the mid-season finale, and in that case, I was slightly disappointed because now we have to wait till January 14th, six weeks, and this is what you give me to end on. So, like, I, I, I love the show, but at the same time, a little disappointed that this was the mid-season finale. I, I agree with that statement, but I they have me thinking. Like, everything that happened this episode... I think built it up and it it wasn't normal like maybe it wasn't a cliffhanger so much as you know oh are they gonna die or oh there's you know locked in a a vase somewhere well we do get that cliffhanger at the very end with Cammy but I think that the good part about being here at After Buzz TV is even if you feel like oh this is it that we have until the it starts back up again at least we get to talk to each other we get to talk to you guys which is the best part Mm -hmm. Not better than talking to thanks, you guys. It's, thanks, Roxy. It's about equal. Okay? I like talking to everybody. No, so that's, that's good, you know, because when, when we're feeling like we need our originals fixed, then yeah. we have everyone. And no, it's definitely good. I'm going to go back and watch, I think, all the episodes again before we come back after the hiatus because there's so much information in this show. Even just looking at my notes from tonight's or Tuesday night's episode, it's kind of overwhelming all of the different characters and things that are happening now on this show. Yeah, do you feel like they knew who was going to be the biggest part of the show going into this? Because I feel like we have characters that are coming up that I was like, oh, I didn't realize that you were going to be a focus of the season, Mm -hmm. Um, like, i.e. Diego. I think things developed in the way, you know, once the show started going and was really rolling, then they can decide who they want to play different roles. And and now that we know all these characters, they're more, more able to give them all their own time to shine, whereas at the beginning we had to get to know all of them. I think in general, material tends to reveal itself over time, and it's like you don't know what characters are, how they're going to do in certain scenes, and, and maybe they've liked more characters than others, so they're making them a bigger part of the show than they planned to in the beginning. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time picking who my—usually I'm like, that's my favorite character. I really love so many characters on the mm-hmm. show that I don't know yet who is, like, my go-to person. Mm-hmm. No, I think I have teams, you know? Like, I like these people and this person, <laughs> and every episode it kind of changes. You wonder— 
what their motives are behind everything they're doing. But I do agree. I didn't see Diego playing a big role. But now we are seeing a lot of him, seeing very little of Sophie. Very little of her. I'm sure we'll be seeing her after the break we saw in the previews. But I was kind of missing the witch aspect Mm -hmm. for the last couple episodes. Yeah, I do agree, especially with Agnes being gone. And, yeah, it puts a lot of of the weight of the witch world on Sophie because we have Davina, of course, but she's not really part of the witch world. No, she's against the witch witches, I guess. Yeah, I hope Although they uh, return to the harvest because I really liked that episode was one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm. when we learned about the whole harvest. I just and love witchcraft. So, yeah, and it looks like in the previews that we're definitely going to get witches January 14th when yeah, it returns. Yeah, I think we definitely will. It's just strange after everything that mm-hmm. happened. It, it kind of, we have all this going on, Agnes gets killed, and then we don't we don't see really the the aftermath of what that did to the other witches. We didn't really see, you know, Agnes was killed, but we didn't see Sophie really right. scrounging them together and making a plan. But maybe they don't want us to see that. Right. I mean, I think we're just finally starting to see the aftermath of that. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about this later, obviously, but with Davina finding out about Agnes, I think we're just starting to get there to mm-hmm. see what's going on, which is something I actually really like about the show. It's not like something happens and immediately you see everything that happens after that. Like, we're very much, we're building, we're building. Mm-hmm. I can just feel some things that, you know, like, even though we have little things that have burst, not really little, they've been <laughs> entire wars, but right. I, I just feel the tension. It's growing and growing every single episode. It really is. And so this episode especially, things came to a head for a lot of different people. And we'll just start off with this dinner party. They're all sitting around. Klaus's act. I don't know how Klaus goes into this so, like, nonchalant. Like, everybody's <laughs> going to be cool with it. You know, you just kind of tore half their friends to death. And you're taking over this leadership role. They're not going to love you. Right. I'm having a really hard time, guys, with the... I mean, he has these people at the dinner table slit their wrists, Ugh. dump it over, and, like, make tomato soup on their plates. So funny. I, I'm... I don't know why. I watch... Obviously, I, I watch the originals. Excuse me. I watch the originals. I watch Vampire Diaries. I, I'm around this blood thing a lot. I'm not used to it. It still freaks me out. Yeah. I never am going to be okay with the dinner party having blood on the table. How <laughs> I think it's the way they it? do it. I think it's the fact that they just slice and like just hold yes. their arm oh, out. Oh, man. It's too much. It's like a ugh, spigot coming yes. out. Yes. And the way it yeah. pours out, I want to be like, is that really what's going to happen to me if I do that? <laughs> uh, well, let's hope not. Oh, gosh. I was eating during that scene, and I just looked away. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. It was rough, but it was just so much awkward tension at that table. Marcel's playing this role. We find out Rebecca's kind of counseling him. She's, like, walking him through how to earn Klaus's respect and trust. And Klaus ultimately only wants what Marcel had, which is loyalty, because he never had that. Or he feels like he never had that. I don't know how he can feel like that because Rebecca and Elijah have been loyal to him for so long. I mean, there's been bumps in the road, but they've stuck by his side for thousands of years. I mean, I guess, but look at last week's episode. Right. I mean, talk about betrayal. I understand that, like, with that betrayal, but at the same time, for so long, they were very loyal to him, and he was the one who's kind of, he's never really been loyal to them. He wants an army. He wants an army of loyal followers, and you, you just, I was talking to you guys about this a few weeks ago on the show, and I was saying, who do you guys think would make the best leader? And we were all talking about how Elijah would make mm-hmm. a really good leader, and I still think that Marcel made a great leader, and the thing that Klaus is lacking is exactly this, the loyalty aspect. And it's not something you can just have. You have to earn, and mm-hmm. he's, he just seems incapable of it. And he thinks that, now that he's the leader and he's got Marcel supposedly on his team, that everybody's just going to jump ship and be loyal to him. That's not how loyalty works. It's just like trust. You have to build it and build it, and you always have to work at it. And he he just wants 
the easy way to reign over his kingdom. He just wants to hop into that chair and say, I'm the king. This is how it goes. I was really shocked by the scene when he actually wants to share the throne with Marcel. Yeah. Do you you guys believe that? You were surprised by which one of them or both? I'm shocked that he wants to share the throne with anyone. And then also that, you know, it wouldn't be like a family-run thing. Instead, it's him and Marcel. I, I was surprised, however, at the end of the previous week when they say, when he says this is something you'll never have, you can see it really gets to Klaus. You mm-hmm. look at his face and you can see this is something that matters to him. And I think that it might not last forever, but for the time being, it's probably the only solution he sees. But I also see it as, say you have a best friend, you know, and you have a falling out, but then you come back together and you remember all the good things that were there and the, mm-hmm. the things you did together. For Marcel and for Klaus, Klaus treated him like a like his own son for a very long time, and Marcel probably looked at him like a father figure until they were the same age and they were kind of do, you know technically the same age <laughs> doing the same things. I mean, it's how I I know thousands of people out there have a hard time cutting ties with you know a parent or a sibling or a best friend because there's all of that baggage and emotion and history. So I don't think it's that strange that Klaus is willing to do that because he's got this you know, instinct now to be a father. He has his baby on the way. And in a sense, Klaus was kind of, Marcel was kind of his first child, the first thing that he thought he did right. Right. I can't tell you exactly what it is, but I can tell you how I feel about it, which is fabulous. I, <laughs> I, no, I'm, I, I love it. I love that fabulous. they're, fabulous. I love that they're joining together. I think that it puts a completely different spin on the show. That it does. We, we keep wondering because we hear that they all come together to fight this other force that is coming. And I was like, how are they going to do that? How mm-hmm. is everybody going to join together? <laughs> well, this is how. And it wasn't because the force was coming. You know, it, it's because they wanted to join team. So I, I thought right. that was great. I feel like at this point that force that may be coming could be Haley in charge of that wolf pack that's coming and she could take over because she was kind of on the outside this episode or it could be Davina and or combo. Davina I think it could be Haley, a, I think right? it could be, you know, mm-hmm. they're working together. I, something we'll talk about later on in this after show, but they they struck up kind of a bit of a deal. And what Haley's asking for for these wolves who can't turn, it, you know, it will create, you know, something new that Marcel hasn't had to face before. And Davina, knowing Marcel and Klaus are lying to her and she's extremely powerful, those two things put together can really flip things over. I agree with you guys, but remember, what we hear is that it's something we've never seen before. So I don't think Davina would count as that, but I do think these wolves would count as that because yeah. they're wolves that are are the opposite of werewolves in terms of they're always wolf until they're human, which is only at the full moon. And it's because of a curse. But here's my thing. It's, you know, when you... I feel like every show you watch with mag- magic, they say magic comes with a price. What Just if you're a fan of Vampire Diaries, you know, somebody did a, save someone else's life, therefore she dies, all these things. I think, you know, maybe turning these wolves, you know, and breaking this curse will do have some other effect. They won't be just normal werewolves now. They'll be something else. They'll be, I don't know if they'll be more powerful or they have control of it the way we've seen other people able to do. We don't know what will happen once that's broken. Yeah, no, I, I agree that there is always a reaction to every action, mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm it's physics just, class. <laughs> yeah. physics. I'm not exactly sure what that will be, but you're definitely right that it will be something. Mm-hmm. And I guess this may be the same um, pack that Klaus 
Klaus's father was from? Well, they're two separate packs, right? The wolves who have the curse on them mm-hmm. and then the, these new wolves. So those those may also be the thing we've never seen before because, I mean, we don't know much about his father other than the fact he was a werewolf, but... You're right. This was a really interesting part of the episode for me. So can we get into this a yeah. little bit? So Klaus decides that in order to convince all the new vampires <laughs> that he is not trying to turn mm-hmm. everybody into hybrids... They can go ahead and kill all the werewolves. So that's what he says. <laughs> Obviously, Haley doesn't like this plan. Haley's that's like, her family. Right. <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, when I'm dead, what happens to me? Yeah. Like, or not when I'm dead, when but, I have this baby. And he's just silent. Yeah. yeah once he didn't I'm not say anything. But, I was shocked. But actually. anyway, yeah, yeah, of course, because you would think you'd have some witty comment back, but nothing. And, <laughs> and then we find out that he ordered this hit on all of the werewolves. But not only would that directly affect Haley's family, that actually the the one of the wolves they found was wearing the ring of his mother, and that we we always known that he's been a bastard child, mm-hmm. so that his father was part of this wolf pack. Mm-hmm. I always think of the Hangover when I say wolf pack. The wolf pack. <laughs> the wolf pack. <laughs> wolf pack. Um, but so anyway, that this is also his family is somewhere mm-hmm. out there, and that and now. Of course, that brings us to him going to the father to talk to him about trying to stop the hit because he didn't want to tell Elijah he wanted to stop it. It's like well, he doesn't want to tell the wolves. He doesn't want to tell the wolves that he wants – not the wolves. He doesn't want to tell the vampires that he's now right. reigning over that, oops, I, I I jumped the gun a bit. I really don't want you to kill all of them. Right. Because then he looks like, you know, he doesn't mm-hmm. know what he's doing. Right. Exactly. But it was just so evident, again, in this episode how little how little Klaus cares about life. And how, Unless it affects him. And how quick he is to make decisions. Right. I mean, he, he gets in that role of power and he's just doing thing after thing after thing. And they are all having repercussions that he didn't expect. Whereas I feel like Marcel really did calculate his moves. Where with these werewolves that have the curse that we've learned about. That was a calculated move. That always happens, though, you know, when a new president or someone steps in. It takes a little while to get under control and, mm-hmm. and see how far you can step. Right, but I don't know if I would say, I would definitely say that um, that Klaus is rash and that his moves are, he's not thinking far enough yeah. in advance, but I almost would say the same thing about Marcel, considering we see what happens when Marcel tries to take down Klaus and half of his men get killed. Right. I think the one that thinks... The farthest in advance would be Elijah, mm-hmm. and he can very clearly see, not that he's a future seer, but he can see what the next step is and what's going to happen, the repercussions. Mm-hmm. And the problem with Marcel and Klaus being at the top is that they're both, they, you know, they're kind of, um, they enable each other. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mm-hmm. think about this? I say we kill them all. Like, <laughs> oh, goody, that's what we should do. No, they're like druggies to each other. Right, it's like, exactly. you want to kill, I'll that's kill, funny. let's kill. Especially because I think Marcel's actually a good dude. I kind of think Klaus is too, deep down, but Marcel's a good guy, and I think that Klaus Relatively is, speaking, you right. know. They're right, enablers. of course. They're, but they kind of bring out the worst in each other. I agree. I think everybody's got that friend who it's like, okay, bad things happen when we're together. Right. <laughs> But for them, I think they see it as good things. They see it as power. They see it as control. Mm-hmm. They see it as two forces coming together. And what I what I mean, I guess, with Klaus being rash and not thinking ahead, Klaus wants power. But does he really want everything that's going to come with it? The fact that he has to deal with the humans and he has to deal with the werewolves and he has to deal with the vampires and he has to deal with the witches. Does he want that? Or does he just want to be able to say, I have power and everybody listens to me and does what I want? I mean, I think Marcel, when he, when he saw that he wanted power, knew what was able to, what he could and couldn't do. Well, I don't know if you would define this as power, but I think what Klaus wants is everybody to be afraid. Oh, yeah. You know, so, like, he can do whatever he wants and nobody will step to him. I don't think that's what Marcel wants. I think Marcel wants, like, 
a happy group of people. Not mm-hmm. ha- not happy, but like a bonded group, a, a community. I feel like yeah. now that Klaus has this power, you know, he just wanted to rule New Orleans. He has his house back. He has New Orleans back. He's got. He thinks he has like his best friend back. Yeah. So like, what now does he want? Well, here's the thing. I think he's ultimately always wanted was to be accepted, to be loved, and to be seen as not normal, but you know, part of his own family. And I and we got a flashback of what his father did to him and what Elijah unfortunately had to do to his own brother. And you you see the hurt. But I just, I don't mean to sound insensitive because I know obviously what happened to Klaus was detrimental and it scarred him for life. But it's been thousands and thousands of years. I think your family has proven that they love you and that they care about you no matter what the circumstances are. And Elijah has never walked away. And he even says, you're not an easy person to love, Klaus. (laughs) But I'm going to try and I'm going to die trying. Yeah. And I just wish Klaus, instead of fighting for this family that he thinks he needs and wants would just accept the one that's around him and the people that do love and care about him. I, th- I think he started to after this episode, after everything went wrong and he realized his choice that the people around him were right and that, you know, he even goes to the priest and asks him for help. I think he had to make a few mistakes this episode in order to realize, okay, I should let these people back in my life. And he's he was welcoming Elijah and his sister back. So mm-hmm. I think he's making small strides. Right, of course, by welcoming them back in the home, it is showing that he wants them back after Elijah finally does apologize, which shows that Elijah is always such a the bigger person in the situation. Is. But like you said, he said, you don't make it easy to love you, brother. And I think that as messed up as it is and from different perspective, we, we can't quite see it. I think that Klaus probably feels that same way about Elijah, you know, like you guys don't make it easy to love you. I think that love isn't something that comes easy to him. And I, I like that you brought up the flashbacks. Um, th- that was probably my favorite part of the episode tonight. We we are having this thing when you touch somebody and you get these flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. Like if mm-hmm. you if you want them to see a part of your life, like if, you show them. Th- like what a cool superpower that would be. Like if I yeah. wanted you to know how I was feeling or what mm-hmm. I saw. And that moment where we see these flashbacks with Cammy and, and Klaus touches her and, and he goes back and we see and he's getting beaten. She looks at him and is like, no one should ever have to go through this. And that's the part of Klaus that we have, are missing. We don't know. We know who he is now. We kind of wonder, huh, how did you get like this? It, and mm-hmm. we know how he got like this. We know kind of what happened. Right. I want to know who Klaus was before. I want to know what kind of relationship he had with Rebecca and what he had with Elijah. What were they like before all of this happened to him, That's before his father found out he was a beast? What what was it like? And how painful it must have been for him to go probably from having a very good relationship with his siblings and his family to having a very tormented one. I don't know because he was always a bastard too. So it's like – it's hard but to say. But they didn't know that until he started turning into a werewolf, I thought. Oh. Uh, that mm-hmm. was my impression. I, yeah. I might be wrong on that. But I, I think once he turned is when his father Good realized point. it couldn't be his son. Yeah. And, so, and, and he was ultimately a beast. Uh, I, and you can also see, though, as much as Klaus was hurt, you can see the pain in Elijah's face when he's doing it. You know, he loves his brother. He doesn't want to be doing this. But you also have this father who, if you don't do this, he's probably going to do it to you. And then it's, where do you, where do you win? It's, they're both your family. You know, I find, I find fa- family dynamics to be very interesting and hard to dissect and to analyze. Well, we're programmed to like respect our elders and listen to them. So I, I, understand why it's like daddy said so you know yeah. so you just kind of do it like you're saying they're both family but at the same time you you don't 
you're not born to listen to your siblings the way you are to listen to your parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. So I, That's I don't, true. I don't think it would, I think it's very difficult, but I think it's something that he didn't, not that he didn't have a choice, but. It's not, yeah, it's not that he didn't have a choice, but what would you do if your family, if your parent was like, you need, you do this, do yeah. this, and you've been raised by them and you've been following their rules and their order for so long, who are you to question? You know, you, you've never questioned them before. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, I feel like, not that he started a revolution with his father or anything, but you know, that's when things happen when you start to question the people who are in control and the people who are telling you to do things. I think that's really interesting, that point you brought up, because thinking about it, I get along great with my sister, but I would never go by her plan. Right. <laughs> like, if she was like, you should do this with your life, or I think you should do this, I'd never be like, no. Right, your siblings should be your best you. friends, but right. they're, they're not really like your Like, you don't call them counselors. when your student loan comes in the mail and you're crying. You call right. your mom. <laughs> right? I mean, that's what no, I do. But I, I mean, I'm understanding his dynamic more now with his siblings because it's like, yes, they can be friendly, but it's the fact that they always try to intervene with each other's mm-hmm. lives. And it's like, that would be super annoying. And I feel like we can relate to Klaus better by reflecting on our relationships with our siblings. Mm-hmm. I do think it's a really strong core to the show, though, that it is at, at its very center. It's a family dynamic show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is really interesting, um, yeah. especially when you know. If I looked at the history of my siblings, I so all twenty two years of my life, I have a big brother, little sister. You look at the situation, and you could dissect so much from it. Imagine having a thousand years <gasps> of like history with your siblings, and think about how many times you have hurt your family members, or they've mm-hmm. hurt you, or there's been disagreements, or anything like that. I mean, I know I have three different siblings, three different siblings, I have three siblings, but we all have different dynamics, and we all treat each other differently, and we're all very different people, as are Elijah, Klaus, and Rebecca, and you just have to, I feel like when you watch a show like this, it's hard to relate, but when you look at your life and say, oh, you know, maybe we're not that different in regards to things that are similar, we both have families, we both have these feelings. You know what we haven't discussed on the show so far, I don't think, is the fact that these weren't the only siblings. You know, because we had we had right. the other ones when we were on Vampire Diaries mm-hmm. that died. That's a good point. So I, I wonder if they'll ever be Brought mentioned up. or, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I'm, I actually just forgot. I was thinking, I was like, that yeah, the there's brothers. three in the family. Yeah, about those two other brothers, weren't there? Mm-hmm. Was it Elijah that took the younger brother out? That Cole. It, what, wasn't one Cole? Yeah, yeah but Elijah I took out was, the younger brother won. whenever they were younger that got killed by a wolf, and then that's why the mother put the curse on them to be a stronger beast, and that's why they became vampires. Because I think... One of their younger brothers got killed and, by but a wolf. I think we, I think we had two other brothers then. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I just. I mean, that's going back to the Vampire Diaries. I can't recall that something. I, they, they really do not mention it on this yeah, show. Yeah, they don't mention. But it. there were other siblings, and they are dead now. But I, I would be interested to see because even with the coffins, when we see those coffins, you only see the the two or three. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, because the other ones were killed with the permanent white. So they're gone. Whatever. Yeah, they're, so they're, they're gone. So they're officially gone, but I would think because that maybe in flashback. Too. Yeah. Yeah, but I would think in some sort of flashback or something we would see because, mm-hmm. you know, even though they're not around, they grew up with them. Right. I'm, I have to wonder people who are just starting to watch the originals and haven't seen Vampire Diaries, like, are they going back now and watching Vampire Diaries? People who just now started watching originals. Cause it's like, how couldn't you want to know more about the originals? You guys tell us. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> Go to iTunes. Rate, comment, subscribe. 
Tell us what you're thinking. But seriously, tell Woo-hoo! us because it's interesting to us to know. We we watch the Vampire Diaries Good as well. Dude. Yeah, right. Nice. <laughs> but and you can watch the Vampire Diaries on there as well. But let us know uh, because we reference it a lot, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's really hard not to because this is this whole backstory, and we have more info now that I'm thinking about it right. than. People who solely watch the originals. Well, that's what we're supposed to do. It's a it's a fan, a super fan network. So yeah. whatever information we have, yeah, we'll here let you, go. you know. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, this whole family dynamic's crazy. But this episode, I really did like how, you know, Elijah's got this whole thing with. I love how Klaus calls her the little wolf. Little I love wolf. that too. I want somebody to call me little wolf. It sounds endearing, <laughs> but you know, it's like he's like looking down on her. I know, little it. wolf. But like, can you guys start calling me that? Sure, sure. <laughs> but I don't want it to be Little Wolf. I want Lil Wolf. Lil Wolf. I'm going to introduce wolf. you. There's a Little Wolf here with us tonight on After Buzz. What's the wolf say? Yeah. I do not hate that. <laughs> what, does hate a, that what does a wolf say, though? Oh, I don't know. It sounds like a dog, I think, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, anyway, speaking of the wolves, though, <laughs> I, I liked how Elijah was backing up Haley, even though he wanted to protect her. He's more, this is where he's different than Marcel. He doesn't just go after what he wants, which would be, you know, Elijah wants to protect Haley. He's doing what she she wants, you know, protect my family, care about, like, look after them. Yeah, but mm-hmm. can we talk about why for a second? Is, <laughs> is this a is this a romantic thing, yes. or is this about, or is it both? Is it about protecting the his nephew? No, or nie- uh, I don't think so. Your you, niece? I don't think he's protecting that baby anymore. I mean, I think yes, he is protecting that baby. It's Haley's child. But it's more about his connection and his desire to be with Haley. I mean, when Rebecca calls him out on that and is like, your little crush thing, he's like, no. Was that just him being... I feel like he's a moral guy, you know? I mean, I feel like he was going to do all this anyway, and now the fact that he likes the girl is just a cherry on top. Because Mm -hmm. he is very right and moral. I, okay. (laughs) I agree. I do think he's moral, but given the chance he would be dating Haley pregnant with his brother's baby or not. I mean, this is like, a, this is for Maury guys. Like, they should be on a daytime show <laughs> hashing it out because I, this is, it's weird. I don't get you guys how you could not want them to hook up. I they, do, they I were do. like face to face this episode and I was like, kiss her, kiss her. No, I want it to happen after the baby. Exactly. I want this baby to be out. And once that happens, then I'm 100% on board with Haley and Elijah. I just find it not ancestral, care. but it's weird. Let I mean, it be it's pregnant. strange. Who cares? With his brother's child. Yeah, they deserve to get like, laid too, pregnant people. I feel like it's disrespectful to the baby, you know? If the what? mom's, like, hooking up with the with her, you know, the baby's dad. You know how they're brother. always like, they call them uncle something? Like, that's legitimately her uncle that's <laughs> sleeping with her mom and it's her dad. Well, I mean, I, I feel like it's bad juju for the baby. I mean, if, if I thought that Klaus gave two craps, then maybe. But he does not I look don't... at Haley in a romantic but way he, at all. It's not about that. It's the fact that mm-hmm. if he's with Haley, who is going to be the father figure to this child? I know is it going to be Klaus or is it going to be Elijah? Well, and that is confusing. He admits that tonight. He says that that's a problem for him. Or, yeah. Or, or, or I think it was two, last yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. But that is an issue. And I would feel the same way. If she's loyal to Elijah and they're in love and this baby sees that, where's the baby going to bond more? With with them or his single dad, you know, Marcel, <laughs> Klaus? I mean, not that he wouldn't bond with Klaus, but yeah. that... Anybody who's from parents who aren't together and their stepfathers and stepmothers can relate that that's a difficult dynamic to, na- to navigate. I just don't think it's easy. All he has to do to know his father is read his memoirs. 
These oh memoirs sound like a, like so repetitive. I can't. Every time we watch him, he's saying the same thing. It's basically my siblings suck, and here I am. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like why is he writing this though? Why? Because he wants so, to Cammy. Yeah, because what Cammy said. But I mean, before we Wait, jump into what, what did Cammy say? She she's like his therapist. Like he likes that she knows him. She's mm-hmm. a psych major. She's a she's psych major. Her. She like knows him like no one else knows him. But he can make her forget it, mm-hmm. and he likes that because he can't. He talks to her like he he doesn't talk to anybody so else. So this is just one long confession. Yeah, no, basically, and yeah. it's a one long. It's like one long therapy session. Yeah, and he wants her to fix him. Yo, Cammy's got to get on that vervain stuff, yo. Somebody commented <laughs> that somewhere. I was reading some blog, and somebody's like. Why isn't her uncle just like pumping her with Vervain? Like he knows what's happening. Because because her uncle wants her out of town. I know, but he, I know. I don't though. Personally, I really like her and I like her more when she's under Klaus's. And I like when she's fired up. She gets fired up and like she's not afraid to yell at Klaus at all. I'm loving the memento bit of what we both said this about the episode with the note, uh, the (laughs) post-it and the voice recorder. Like, She's catching right? on. Girl's catching on. And I liked, I really, really liked that tie into her brother, like how they had that secret kind of language, how they like talked to each other, and she did it to herself. Right. And I, I like that because we don't really know her brother other than the fact that he committed this mass murder. Mm-hmm. And this, this makes him seem more like a, a human factor, you know, like somebody we could care about and feel her loss for. What secret language? <clears throat> well, the thing with the draw- drawing, the drawing. And she writes out, uh-huh. like, and it's Klaus, Klaus 1919. Yeah. She finds that photograph from it. Yeah, it's so, I, somehow that picture is something, I mean, they must have been some creative children because I don't know what she was making with that, but yeah. apparently it's a language and, I mean, I found that part to be very interesting. Yeah, it worked. I mean, I have things like that with my siblings, too, but you, like... Mine are a little easier. Yeah, a little, like, number, binary, whatever you want to do. But that was a cool design. And what did she say? She She said it's a tattoo idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, It was smart. It was clever. But she was, she was like, compelled at that point. I'm surprised she could, like, still, like, lie and, like... She's, like, very witty, though, whenever she's with with um like under his compulsion sort of mm-hmm. after he compels her she forgets everything but like when he's when she's actually with him writing the memoirs i like her the most mm-hmm. why do you guys think that uh klaus is so insistent on her getting out of new orleans because he doesn't want her to get hurt yeah but why yeah. is she gonna get hurt because there's a war coming and he knows it but or he, he thought she's not a witch and she's not a anything so but he just like an innocent bystander yeah i think it's it's you know kind of like what we saw with elijah and and the woman he lost celeste right. it's that it, they don't granted she was a witch but there's human casualties and it's usually somebody you love when you when you get into a fight with someone they go after your family they don't they sometimes they don't even go after you because they know it will hurt more right. and so if cammy gets hurt I don't think Klaus would be able to deal with that. I think he really likes her and cares about her. Okay. And I don't know why. Not that I don't like Cammy, but, like, there's this, like, strong connection that he feels to her. And I don't even think she, it's romantic. No, it's, it's like, a genuine just, like, mm-hmm. caring for her. And, like, he, I think he really felt her pain with what happened with her brother. And he just doesn't want her to I, feel okay. that. I think it's going to turn romantic. And I honestly think that Vampire Diaries fans are going to have a really hard time with this because of Caroline. Yeah. I, that could just be me. Mm-hmm. But on Vampire Diaries, as we as we know, he had a huge crush, like, for the first time and so on this girl, on Caroline. And she had, like, his weak spot. Yeah, and I'm going to have a really hard time if he if he has romantic feelings for Cammie. Um, I'm going to have a really hard time with that. Okay. I, I mean, I don't. I really kind of like this storyline. I feel like she is a strong personality. She's got morals. She's got, 
you know, drive, and she she's not afraid to say no to Klaus and to get mm-hmm. mad at him. I like them as friends. So do I. But I I don't think I like them as more. I don't necessarily know that they will be more. I, I kind of like the fact that maybe she will be his one friend who is just that, a mm-hmm. friend, and they really don't have that crazy history that him and Marcel have or him and his siblings have. I would really enjoy that. I just hope yeah. that my, what I'm saying is I just hope they don't take it to the next level. Right. Okay. Will you ever, ever be okay with him being with anybody else? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so. Okay. Um, no. I mean, Just maybe a question a, to maybe ask. Maybe one night stand. Yeah. Waiting yeah. for Caroline to make her way over the show. Yeah, I agree. Diehard romantic over there. Waiting for that oh, epic yeah. love. Epic love. Well, I mean, I'm interested to see what happens with Cammy. We find out. He, he asks her to leave because her uncle would like her to leave and things are getting crazy in New Orleans between the humans and the vampires and all of this. So I think it is, I think in general it's a good idea and it seems very selfless of Klaus to ask her to leave, but Davina, man, that girl, that girl's putting her foot in there. And it's crazy because Cammy doesn't even know who she is and Davina's the one person who can tell her, you know, mm-hmm. the one person who can suck the... That looked really painful. Well, yeah. we saw her do it to Josh. Josh, I know, I know. It's it, it just, I don't, it's like taking somebody's brain and, and frying it and just like pulling out oh my god that's After worse that, than the blood in the soup can they ever be compelled again yes Gosh, yes. Oh, yes so it's just it's just one. it's just to help them remember everything that they've lost and mm-hmm. which i think will be great because cammy's been feeling like she's going crazy and she's not uh i feel so bad for her now? remember everything. everything with her brother too yes all yeah that. she'll know everything. everything anything she ever knew she will now know oh, so, so i think this is going to be an interesting storyline i don't want to jump into davina's but I'm, I'm i'm excited to see what what that means for yeah. klaus and cammy and her uncle and Really, everybody who's in it on that. Right, and Do I know you, we're not discussing it quite yet, but it's also interesting to me that Cammy was the person that Davina, Davina chose. went to. It, it shows mm-hmm. that Davina, uh, that Cammy seems to be a lot of people's persons. Mm-hmm. Persons, people. Aw, yeah. She is. She's, that is. She's that person for the people of the person? She is, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She's... She's she's the she's you know. the, no but you know I that know. friend everybody goes yeah. to and everybody yeah. trusts and everybody likes that's Which Cammy. Is why she's like kind of nutso now because like she's got all these secrets inside but half of them she knows and half she's right. been compelled to forget like half her life. I yeah. mean, do you guys think this is a good thing that she's going to have all those memories back? I, uh, no, it's going to hurt. <laughs> I, I think, think. It's, I think it's a good thing. Do I think it's a fun thing? No, no. I, I think it's going to yeah. be painful for her. Very painful. It's yeah. just like uh, some people aren't capable of getting over, you know, trauma. And it, she seemed to be one of those people because she was never letting it go. So. Yeah, but she's not an ignorance is bliss kind of person either yeah. because she, st- she still, remember, she felt all this pain but had no reason for it. Right. You know, like when she went to go see Father K and she's like, I, I'm not sad about I don't know what's going on. I'm freaking, like she just, it wasn't somebody who just was like, okay. Moving on, yeah. mm-hmm. not like that. I at mean, all. pain's not necessarily a bad thing if you are use it able the right way. to use it the right way. Use it as a fuel rather mm-hmm. than something that you allow to paralyze yourself. But right. in her, the way she was using it, it seemed like it was paralyzing her. So hopefully, she'll be able to turn that into fuel with Davina's help. I hope, though, now she can. Now that she has all of the information, mm-hmm. she can definitely use it. But I'm really interested to see just her, her and Klaus and their friendship and how that is affected because I like where it's going and I'm afraid it's going to be like torn apart right now. <laughs> but quickly, we, we touched base on it really briefly about them, the werewolves in the woods. And we have, is her name Eve, the one who's related right. to Haley? Mm-hmm. And she's explaining about these new ones. Why do, are they, they're all there for this baby. So do we think when we come back, we're going to be having that baby like really soon? I don't know. Um, 
based on what our fans said on YouTube, they said that this was supposed to be a nine-month pregnancy. Okay. So I don't know how many months in we're right now. I mean, we're nine uh, episodes. I don't, I don't think it goes like week by week or right. Day by so day. I don't know if they're going to do a time jump or what's going to happen. So I'm I'm not positive. But yeah, they're all here as if it's a show. You know, as if like Jesus is being born. Exactly. Um, it's like the new it really Messiah is, is right. coming, and everyone's going to bring him gifts. I just find it so interesting because if they're coming, who else is coming? Mm-hmm. Right. And we learned a little bit. You know, she's worried about them because and there's this whole confrontation in the woods, and this is where Diego was kind of playing a bigger part between Elijah and Diego, and they're just following their orders to kill all of these werewolves. But I mean, first off, I don't understand why Eve isn't maybe trying to help them hide a little better. Be like, hey guys. Over there, like, hide. Help the other werewolves hide? Yeah, help the other werewolves. I think she has, but uh, not at the risk of herself. No, I know. She's been after herself for a long time, but... Like, do you go out in the open to help these strangers, Mm -hmm. or do you protect your tribe, you know? Yeah, no, I know. I I find it so difficult, because I feel like... I know, wolf pack. I feel like we associate all the wolves together, and all the vampires together, and it's not that way. Like, imagine everybody was, like, the humans. (laughs) The humans. (laughs) Like, we all have our little groups, kind of, and, yeah, I mean, I think that this it's really interesting right now with our sectors of the werewolves and mm-hmm. who has the thing and who burns it off and who covers it and who's new to the bayou and who's an original of the bayou mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. So we we don't know 100% what's going on yet, but we're starting to know. We're starting to know, and Klaus now knows that his family's here. Yes. Descendants. And so that could be interesting to see see how that goes. I mean, he hasn't really felt like he's been a part of something. And he he will feel like he is legitimately a part of their pack. But will that make him break away from the bonds he's making now, you know? Or will he have both? Or will he have both? Because we did hear they're all going to join forces. So will they be joining forces with his family and with his now, you know, vampire family, which has dwindled in size since he killed half and then... Mm. Stuff with the humans went down and more died. But it, it could be growing with this baby. But it could be growing with this baby, which is crazy to see. But she never thought it could grow that way. No. I, I didn't see that coming, honestly. I didn't see the baby being able to do that. Yeah. At all. But, I mean, now that everybody's here, it really... First off, word travels fast. Yeah. And I'm very surprised that the Vampire Diaries cast isn't there, too. Like, ooh, what's Klaus going to do? <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, I would love to see them there. Like, if everybody's there, all the mythical creatures are, like, wondering what this baby's going to do. Who knows? Caroline but- can show up that way and be all jealous. You had a baby with a Haley, and she hates Haley. Uh-huh. Oh, God. I don't know if she hates her, but she didn't She didn't love her. But I'm, I'm just interested to see how that whole wolf storyline plays out. Right. Right, as I was saying, we don't know as much as we would like to know yet, which is why I think we're all interested because we, week by week, you know, we saw the birthmark and then it wasn't for a few episodes later until we saw it, learned a little bit about it. Now we know that it's this family thing and mm-hmm. now we know that it's not to be seen, but not exactly sure why. We yeah, we still don't know. And who's hunting who. And- I hope there's a lot more legend that goes into it too because on the Vampire Diaries, we never got that. We just have a lot of the vampire legends and, and why they are the way we they are, but we don't have that for the werewolves, werewolves that are on the show. Right, so I'm excited. I'm ex- I'm really excited for that. And I'm also really excited to see what happens now after this kind of like... Faction thing? Well, the faction... Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, like he just went in there and just killed all of these people after they... I mean, he didn't just go kill them, but... That was such a crazy dynamic that they struck first and then... The I never fa- saw that. I thought they wanted peace in New Orleans. How do you go shoot up a building and say this is peaceful? 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, he said we considered your counteroffer. Boom, 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 boom. Like it's like it was like mob style. I felt like I was watching The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. I know, and, the and it was crazy to look at these vampires on the ground that were burnt to like a legitimate crisp. Right, was, like that. You know, we, I've seen a million vampires die, but they're always stat. Like this was scary as hell. Looking. I really liked uh, to see Marcel though say, "These are your people who are yeah. dead now. Mm-hmm. These are your people, and you're responsible Step for this." Up. Right. Yeah, because I mean, they are obviously they're Marcel's people, but now Klaus wants to reign. Then he better, but you know. It was interesting that they agreed with how to deal with it, though. Well, because I think for Marcel, it was quick and easy. These are my guys, and you just killed them. And Klaus just likes to kill people. And Klaus is, <laughs> Klaus is heartless. I don't know. I didn't expect that out of Marcel. I, I thought he was going to be a little... So, yeah, I, I thought, thought so, too. there was going to be some strategy no, there. No, we but can't do that. He, so, clearly, that, like I was saying before, they kind of enable each other. I think mm-hmm. looking at Klaus, and he was like, I know what you want to do. I'm going to do this, too. So Yeah. Or was Marcel just doing that because he knew that's probably what Klaus's action would have been? I yeah, I think so. I don't know, but all we have left is Father Kiernan, so we're going to have to see where that goes. And he's helping out Klaus with this whole werewolf situation. I'm so glad they didn't kill him. Oh, my God. I really like Father Kieran. Yeah, I like him. I don't get him yet. Uh, he's a mystery to me. I feel like he has more power and control than we know of, and mm-hmm. I would like to learn more about him. Right. I agree with that. And, and just as I would really like to see, my favorite part, and we'll wrap up with this, I guess, is that Davina, Josh, and Haley are kind of forming this mm-hmm. bond, and Davina's, she hasn't been turned against Marcel. Haley used truth and told her the truth, and in essence, that, that turned That's Davina power. away from Marcel. There's yeah. a lot of power in truth. I mean, I just think it was a matter of time before Davina caught on to the fact that she's being played right now. I don't even right. know who's playing her the hardest, but poor thing is Marcel. Being... I think he's playing her the hardest. Uh, right. Yeah, but I think he actually cares about her as opposed to Klaus, who doesn't give two right. craps Okay, about I agree her. with that. Um, so, honestly, she finally is catching up, and I'm loving her friendship with Josh. I love, um, I'm, love it. I'm loving her friendship mm-hmm. with Josh, and I'm loving that Haley is trying to find her own little partners mm-hmm. instead of just sticking yeah. with the family. She said, "Yeah, she says something. I, I'm, I'm a prisoner here too. You know, mm-hmm. Klaus has me under his control. Let's work together. Let's do something together. Uh, I really enjoyed that, and I, I'm excited to see where this goes now that Davina is reaching out to Cami, and where maybe the four of them will go with the whole right. this. I think Marcel was kind of protecting Davina from herself as well because mm-hmm. she didn't really know how to use those powers. So yes, he was lying to her, but at the same time, and she was lying to Marcel. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I also don't understand how Agnes being gone completely rids her of all. I don't either. I'm right. sure it doesn't. Uh, I mean, that's just because I guess the harvest couldn't be completed now that the elder witch is gone. But there's always a way, right? And there has to be a, like now. Doesn't somebody else like technically become the elder? I mean, like the oldest person exactly. would technically yeah. be the. Elder. Because right. her friends are still dead and we don't know if they're coming back or all that. Yeah. Right. It'll be interesting to see. We're going to come back in January and have a lot to talk about. And especially the killer was the whole Marcel and Rebecca thing. Him saying, I choose class over you. I think that was so painful. I mean, as long as we're talking about Rebecca and Marcel, obviously we have to talk about the secret that keeps coming up over mm-hmm. and over again. Mm-hmm. This 1919, what the hell happened? I can't deal with this anymore. Something that is <laughs> friendship breaking between Marcel and Klaus. You would think if something was friendship breaking, we would have seen it already because they both tried to kill each other. Mm-hmm. So what, what is could it? Possibly yeah, what could be? This is something be? even bigger. So we have like a broken relationship. We're gonna have a broken friendship. We have Davina with her, you know, Turning her back on Marcel and Cammy not leaving. It's just insane. Right. Like, all the different storylines that have developed over this first half of the season are crazy. Right. There was just one more thing that I wanted to ask you guys about, which is the, the relationship between Marcel and Klaus. They have this thing where they start telling each other the complete truth. And he tells them about Thierry and all this. So are we going to see some characters coming Thierry's back coming now? back, I think. So? Yeah. I like Thierry. I find him an interesting character. And I think to gain his loyalty, he'll let him out. 
Yeah. Well, not that he'll let him out. I he'll, did. I love him. I, I, I like him better too. than Diego. Me too. I do too. So hopefully we see Thierry. So hopefully we have a lot going on. Any predictions though? Do you guys have any predictions going into this? I feel and like now you're after both. <laughs> I feel like Klaus is going to deal with the 1919 secret better than Rebecca expects. Okay. Oh, you think it's going to come out? Oh, it has to, don't you think? You think in the near future, like in the January? It better. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I think we're not getting it until the end of the season. Really? Well, that's fine. But yeah, yeah, we have to get it this season. So in the next, however many episodes. I don't think Klaus has ever dealt with anything better than somebody thought that he was going to. But now, (laughs) I agree with that. But now, like, since the baby's coming, and when it does come, he's just changed so much. And I'm excited to see when the baby actually comes. Like, what is this baby going to look like that they have on this show? Hopefully just a baby, right? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. We are. I don't have any real predictions. I think things are just going to be shook up. So, guys, keep in contact. Tweet at us at TV. Keep the conversation going over this little hiatus. You can tweet myself at Paige Sell. At Cinematic Escape. At Roxy Stryer. And make sure you go to iTunes if you want to watch these over the hiatus to keep you in your originals, you know, good state of mind. So thank you guys for watching, and we will see you in January. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.